You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. everybody and welcome to another episode of dropping spicy a mash those buttons podcast dedicated to apex legends its development and the community i'm your host josh no shooting only looting kinder also known as kinder i'm joined today by Corey, permanent jump master treadway also known as kurabara seeing the way i jumped you would not agree with that <laughs> and as always we are joined by matthew dude weedle all growl oh my god so known as the exomat this is a fucking like, cheap shot bro like it's something, something you're saying, like weed lol like weed the funny thing is like i partake far less than most people who partake do. <laughs> i know i'm just fucking with you bro, like people thought i was a stoner for years before i started like years like where's the lie though man i wish <laughs> i know who can afford weed in this economy oh man as always we'd like to welcome you any first time listeners and first time guests to the stream if you'd like to become part of the dropping spicy community please join us at mash.gg slash discord where you can meet the hosts and fellow apex players uh as always our intro music is brought to you by rifty beats that's r-i-f-t-i you can find him on youtube and soundcloud don't forget to like our partner chicken coop esports on twitter uh I forget what that Twitter handle actually is. They are an esports sports and tournament hosting organization that focuses on bringing players opportunities that want to take their first step in the competitive scene in Apex. We are live streaming and recording at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, October the 12th. And we have several topics for you guys today. We're going to start off with uh, a little bit different format. Uh, we're going to start off with our week in Apex. Then we're going to move into some Apex news and more. Then we're going to move into some strat talk. We have a couple of things to uh, kind of go go along with you guys. You know, if you just watched our pre-show, maybe don't take pointers from us. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, we, quick plug we, though. Uh, quick we're, plug. We're not. Yeah, you know, we're not the ones that are that are giving out these tips. These yeah. are community and yeah. uh, professional tips. And and as always, too. I mean, uh, please check out our community questions every week. We post them <laughs> on Twitter and our discord and uh, we'll often ask questions and always feel free to submit a crazy banger game. You had doesn't even have to be a banger. It can be a fun game. I made friends with enemy teams before in games. And I've just talked about that on here and it was fun. Um, or, or if you have some uh, crucial things that people need, cause there's, there's a few ways, either you're a really good or just a really confident player. And uh, you're like, y'all need to start doing this. Tell us. We'll share it with the world. We'll give you credit. Um, unless it's crazy. <laughs> we'll probably still share it because it'll be funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, um, like, seriously, if you specialize in one character, like, uh, we got Spry Fox. And, oh, shoot. Who else was meaning um, Rampart? It's another community member. We were just talking about them last episode. Were we? Yeah. It's funny because we're really cool with you. But anyway, um, you know, they had good tips for us about <laughs> playing Rampart. And there's, you know, there's people who are exceptionally comfortable. Uh, Toysaurus with Pathfinder, you know, people like that. You've got good tips 
Some people play it real strategic. Like Hurdle likes to play real strategic. You know, so fire away. Right. Or you can play like us and just uh, <laughs> run just, in guns just, blazing. What I'm trying to say is give us some goddamn free content, please. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Is that the yeah. way we're doing your free content? Yeah, I know. Free. Count them free. And we're going to end things with community time. But first, let's start off with our week in Apex. Who wants to go first? Uh, I can open up. Um, so today was a little scuffed, but it was still really nice there you to play some games with the boys. Um, I had some fun earlier this week. I was running some games. I think I put run some games with Kurabara at, at some point this past week or weekend. Probably sometime. Yeah, like we run some games. We usually have some good fun. We have some some highs and some lows. You know, it's a normal day in Apex with us. Um, I I vaguely remember Kura as usual doing disgusting things with the bow, like headshotting <laughs> people and just. I'm just like, bro, can I have some of those kills, please? Yeah, I did like the what are like one of those kids with you. I jumped like over the edge of the uh, ramparts little uh, store thing, the giant tank. Rafe tried oh. to climb. Oh, yeah. Rafe was trying to climb up the, the the tank treads. I jumped over and just bow checked her to death while in the air, and it felt so good. Yeah, she got a bow check and she failed. <laughs> <laughs> Rule the one, Kurt fail. It feels bad, man. Hi-ya. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember putting this uh, this one in our Discord messages uh, because me and Kurt had an, an awesome game mm. uh, that I want to remember. Uh, so do you remember last week, uh, Kura? Yeah. When we dropped in, uh, we used an ult pad or an ult pad, a jump pad, and then I had Rampart ult. Uh, yeah. Charged the ult, uh, like uh, spun the thing up, and then we used a jump pad and pushed with Sheila. Uh, pushed them into a building and mowed them completely down along with the door. Got a complete clean clean sweep. Uh, I think I went down uh, after just taking them all down to like one HP, and then Kuro comes in and just like fucking wipes them. Legolas, they ass, bro. Yeah. For more specifics, this was happening at Salvage, and we were playing in duos, where it's like, quick, I'll charge, pad over from the center to the building far over. I saw a team in there. <laughs> team sees me close the door real quick kidder's like just burrows through the door damage like they're all broke you have no power here <laughs> in my in my mind they're doing like kinder's yelling shift things he's like just yelling that into his mic just have you ever seen the the expendables i think it's the second one with uh terry cruz in it I don't know if I saw the second. I've seen most of them. I don't uh, remember that. That was kind of one of Terry Cruz's big breaks, and uh, like he's got the big Gatling gun. He's he's like firing on people, laying down cover, and he goes, "Y'all better remember this shit at Christmas." <laughs> oh, Y'all remember man. that shit? No, I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, and then I had too. some uh, shout outs to Perp and Ben, and some good games with them, um, and some randoms. There were some randoms I had a game with, and we got like. 250 rp just like a banger win in rank just slaying um yeah, yeah. and i was playing i was at a bunch of some good games um i don't know you know nothing oh uh the one crazy thing is all our moments we were we're having a pretty rough night you know it's one of those nights things are not going quite right you just got to tough it out keep playing have fun and you know jump on another day but uh Kinder and Kura got mowed down, and somehow as a Gibby, I still like escaped with my just supreme god oh, yeah. skills, obviously. <laughs> but um, 
I, I, I waited in ring just healing while these like three or four really quite skilled teams fought like right on the other side of the ring from me. Or rather, I was like 100 feet outside the ring and they were like five feet inside the ring fighting at a building in yeah, the Valley was, of Kings Canyon. You were choking grenades and missing and like, I think you had a couple good sniper shots, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, they're all just confused. Like, where are these random grenades and shots coming from? What's going on? Yeah, I only shot one sniper shot. The grenades, you know, they might not know where they came from, but the one sniper shot, I was, they were going to know if I shot again. So I, I headshot one dude as he was going in the door. That was pretty sick. But, um, and then they were really busy. They got pushed again. And I was like, this is the moment. Kura was dead in the water of the valley. And, or was it the opposite? One of you was I, up I on was, the cliff. I was, I was, I was on the, the cliff. I was in the water. Yeah, okay, so I got Kura pretty easily. You know, I was, a couple of people were taking pot shots at me, but they were, they were having CQB fights. They were kind of focusing on that. I kept just slide jumping and moving, and somehow I made it, and there was a jump pad, and right before I hit it, I noticed to my right a gold box, and I got distracted, and I kind of just jump padded right into the wall in front of me. <laughs> that was funny. He's like, ooh, gold. It was terrible. And then I kind of climbed up to the top, and I jumped yeah. off, but I didn't yeah, realize... Yeah. Here's where it gets really bad, though, for everybody's clear. It's like right now it's like not too bad. Kinder has about eight seconds left on his timer. Yeah. While, and while uh, Matt's getting distracted by a gold box. Well, I was trying <laughs> to get there. I, I fucked up. But um, <laughs> it's the big cliff on the salvage side of the valley of the bunker valley. And I didn't realize like exactly that he was far down on a ledge off the side of the cliff. So I, I overshot the runway. I went right past that ledge. Somehow I turned around and grabbed the box on my way down. Like, and like as Whoa. he was falling and there was like two seconds left. On yeah, the I literally I think like, it was like turned, one second. Yeah, there was no time left. That was my one shot. <laughs> yeah, I thought I you it. missed it because of the way the distance was. We all it, thought he did. It looked like there was I, did too <laughs> I was like, oh, but, might as well try. But the weird thing was when you picked it up, I didn't realize it. The The scanner had my had my image and I had no idea why. I'm like. Why am I in yeah. there? That was kind of sure I'm not sure if it's just what character you're playing is what you'll see on that on the, your friend's uh, monitor. But it's like, well, it was kind of weird. I don't, I don't think know. so. I think you see the box of the person it is, I thought. But in any case, yeah. and then I ran all the way to, uh, <clears throat> what's the tower called? Um, the cage? The cage. The cage. And I was about to res them, and Kendra started fucking pinging the res beacon a bunch. So I was like, man, fuck you. And so I like I kept going. Twice. <laughs> bro, it was like two or three times. I'm like, bro, you better stop. And then you started pinging it again. I'm like, so I kept going to labs and a res there. And then we had a pretty I good think game. Probably the, probably the worst part of that entire thing, though. I don't know how to survive. But when you were first ratting and we were both dead and you were first ratting, waiting for an opportunity to go, uh, he dropped down off a cliff uh, to go. I think it was when you went to go get Kerr. Kerr was in the water. Yeah. And then there was literally like a small, like, tiny cliff with another death box right there a full staff a full team of three sitting there looting just chilling matt drops in the water literally feet from them they all turn around they're like what the fuck and then about the time that happens thank god they get they're getting in an engagement with another party and matt gets the fuck out of there oh i'm trying to say is thank god i got brown pants okay yeah. <laughs> I, came like, I, think we, I think we got like, like like four for that game like we didn't really get the greatest weapons they like mass no. snipe people. I have like white shields and close range guns. I'm like, I see them. And uh, dude, like, it didn't matter what weapon I had tonight. Like <sighs> I had the Spitfire, and I was still getting just wrecked. I could not get my shit together yeah. tonight. But uh, 
One funny thing I think tonight from for Nights Engaged I enjoyed is I, me and another Valk had a bow check off and I won the engagement. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the better Valk and the better one used the bow check. Suck it. <laughs> right, right. That felt really good. But um, yeah. One match I had earlier this with uh, Champagne earlier this week. We we're playing ranked as again. And um, it's near like the final 17s. And we're in that little little ba- bell base on the other side of cage, like where that ca- where the canyon your cage is, and you go to those buildings yep. that is like right, right where right. where farms used to be. We get over there, and teams just start like flooding in on us, like we're getting surrounded. Yeah. And our right. our third, who was a loba, got knocked and killed. Uh, Sucks for them. <laughs> feels bad. And me and like we're trying to damage people, we're also trying not to die. And we somehow like we started we started running over this little cliff hedge, like little like little rock overhang they have, with maybe probably like half the size of most legends. We crouch behind there, heal real quick, and then I hit my Valk ult as all the teams start chasing or I come back try to hit us again and shoot off. And fly over to the other to another kid to the cage side. We notice as that's happening, the ring's starting to close, and all the teams are on the wrong side. Oh, <laughs> uh, sheesh. So we we go into the little, little canyon valley, and we're, um, we're just basically gatekeeping it. A Rafe comes in, and we, like, we see teams just getting wiped out by the ring. This Rafe comes in, and we just murk her. Hell yeah. And then we notice there's only like one Murder. other team left over. We're like, all right, other team should probably be over there. Wait for the ring close. Wait, wait. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. We finally hear gunshots. We look over the canyon between uh, the caves that would take you to market. I look over there. There's a fuse. He starts throwing down his armor. All his all his med gets and everything else. What's the fist fight? We're like, all right, sure, we're, we could do that. His buddy, a caustic, decides to be a dick and starts shooting at us. So we we kill the the fuse real quick. And we go down to chase the caustic, and he's bungered himself under this little the broken bridges. There's like a canyon thing. He's got all these gas traps just encircling him, trying to keep himself alive. <laughs> he was like a legitimate throws, strategy. Uh, he's gas bending. <laughs> he's he's trying to. <laughs> we like just like sit bending. there. And just, he keeps throwing stuff down and like throws all and everything else. We just sit there waiting for like, all right, start chucking grenades at him, start shooting him. Eventually we kill him, but it's just like, you know, dude, we could have had a cool fist fight if you had just not been a dick. Right. Also, the best and part- And I we, brought we, you murder. Murder. Yeah, we, we win that fight with, well, like, I got like seven seven points all together of mine, like four kills, three assists, something like that. And our third, our Loba, has quit before he finished the match. So of course. Ain't that just like a rando? I'm like, dude, you just lost full champion points. Sucks to be you. Sucks to suck, boy. I mean, uh, no, that that actually makes me really happy because if you're just like dipping on your team like that, like you don't deserve champion points. What I'm waiting for, and I genuinely think this would be funny. This is a good way to troll. Is uh, a message if you like DC from your party and your party did well, like a message like congratulations. You your party won the you, last match and you weren't just, there. They did it without you, scrub. Get good. And I mean, obviously they're not going to say like, get good scrub, but you know, like they right. did it without you or something, you know? Yeah. Just literally know. a message just says congratulations. Or no, it's a soundbite from uh, what's his face. 
uh, congratulations, you played yourself. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? was one more match before we, finish, before we move on to our first actual topics tonight. Was playing yep. once again with Champagne and Geo. And uh, pretty good match. We're wiping out squads as we come at them. And we come to Salvage because that's where the ring's closing is on Salvage. We take the top spot, you know, that, that big crane up there. And there's already a team over there who hasn't bothered to grab the top area. They decide to keep <laughs> the lower. And they're like, all right. And then we find that there's, there's another team left over because three squads left. They've taken the other building across to them. And they're all just like taking pot shots at us. And then being super stupid, the lifeline decides to block the entrances of her building, even though the ring is closing, it will be closing around their building. Leave them one door. Like they can peek out and sh- take pot shots with us. One of them has a Kraber, but still, you're blocking yourself in now. Like if it was final ring, maybe, but like I feel like it's a bad idea to block all your entrances and leave one door to exit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're trying. Right, right. We're trying to watch it. Like, what do you guys do? Like, all right, guys, plan is we'll probably start fighting in the middle eventually. Or they'll probably start shooting us. We'll wait and we'll we'll ult, we'll like a uh, rev ult and jump pad in there. We don't have to. For some reason, they decide when the ring's closing that they're all just gonna go. They both teams just go to the far left building, start killing each other, start knocking each other. But we're like, okay, we jump pad over, each take a door, and just mow them all down as we come through. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just like just bursting out the doors like, hello, champion. <laughs> it's you just, are the champion. It's just one of those things that like, sounds like, please, when you're playing the game, make sure you keep advantage. If you can gate the hop area, like, please take that first. Don't let someone else just have it. There's a, um, a there's a, one of my, one ring that I've had really good luck with in Olympus is uh, the final ring that ends on the PS5. Mm-hmm. There's a final ring that ends on the back side of the PS5. And I swear, like, 50% of the time, there's, like, three teams inside the PS5 fighting. And if if nobody's on top, I just go on top. I just chill. Because the way the ring ends is only the back door is open. And these dudes get stuck in there. One time they just stayed inside and died to the ring. But like, I just want to, I just want to point out, Doctor Shrimply said in chat, I fudged up a block in Rocket League and immediately said, "Fucking Kinder." Fucking hey, Shrimp, you want to play Rocket League sometime? Let's play Rocket League after this. Uh, So bad. Oh, oh wait, why is why is Shrimply murky me? Oh no. (laughs) He murky everybody. Hell yeah, Shrimp. Oh man. Um, I'm bad too, but I'm I'm enthusiastically bad. all oh, right. Uh, speaking of uh, of Geo and them, Curse, you said you were playing with them. Uh, so Geo and uh, our boy Elmer Fudd, they were actually hosting a pop up event uh, on the thirtieth of October. Uh, since the uh, what the hell do you call that thing? The shadow. game mode. They're freaking about shadows. Yeah. Uh, the Shadow Royale. It's called Shadow Royale. Thank you. Uh, shadow Royale event is starting last week. That date has been changed from the fourteenth to the thirtieth. Uh, if you want details, message Geo. He has all that info, and I believe there is a pin post in our Discord as well. Yeah. I meant to put that in the notes, forgot about it. And speaking of uh, the Shadow Royale, I think it's a good time to move into our Apex News and More. That sounds good. Why don't you take that yeah. over? Starting off, we have, uh, as you all probably aware, just Apex Respawners have started Monsters Within, which uh, starting today or yesterday, if you're a podcast listener, 
they'll be a they've started the new monsters with an event that comes with new skins weapon charms arena maps and last the last week we'll have shadow royale this part kind of bugs. fucking weird like yeah mm-hmm. why, i don't know why they didn't don't do the event for the whole thing like i understand yeah it gets old at the end of it but I mean, more than a week. Sometimes people go away for a week. I've done that before and not been able to come back. Like, do it longer. Yeah, I don't I, I don't see, like, why they get rid of it. It seems like it'd be nice, the little alternative. But I guess they didn't have to boot update today, so things didn't break as much. I guess. Well, they, they do have challenges for the Shadow Royale mode uh, by accident. So that's yeah. a, Which geez, is, that's a thing. The funny part is I found out my second one I can reroll, so I got a new challenge for that. My first one I can't reroll. So sucks to be me, I guess. But uh, they got some cool skins. But uh, one nice thing they have over here, they have the new arena map Encore. Which this is a map mm-hmm. located on Boreas, the home planet of Seer. And it features his VIP lounge and a nightclub he frequents. Eey. But uh, what's really interesting, this is uh, the first ma- the first arena map that's on a planet. We don't also have a battle royale map on. So maybe next map's going to be on Boreas? Possibly. You know, I didn't actually read the notes. Uh, I didn't read this part of the notes before we started. And I really wish I'd have played some arenas now because I haven't I haven't checked out that new map. Uh, but if you guys want a more in-depth uh, look at the new map for the arenas mode, don't forget to check out our boys over at Apex Arenas. Uh, Apex Arenas meeting podcast. Oh, yeah. Goodbye, Hurdle 3K. Oh, um, also a quick uh, week in not just Apex, but in general, uh, we do want to shout out the homie Dr. Shrimply, a send up lad who just hit affiliate today, apparently. So congrats to Dr. Shrimply. And that is, uh, if you're looking on Twitch, doctor spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-S-H-R-I-M-P-L-Y. Go give that man some love. So how many is that we've made into affiliates with this community? I mean, Dr. Shrimply, I will say that all of these people would have gotten affiliate on their own but um i don't think we've really raided dr shrimply because of uh time conflicts dr shrimply hustled this stuff on his own like Um, a lot of people we've regularly raided to help but dr shrimply pretty sure like just grinded this out on off hours we weren't around uh but in any case either way like hell yeah yeah dude shrimply uh, i feel you too uh he was talking about how much fun he has in um firing range I've legitimately not played Apex before because I've spent three hours with my buddies goofing in firing range. <laughs> so, yeah. It's always good times. Oh, right, yeah. Before we move on from this topic, what did you guys think of the new skins? Because I think they had some nice skins are coming in with this event. I thought they weren't too bad, but I think Matt had a different feel. Because I know he had the no, no. Re- Revenant skin. It's like a werewolf coming out of his old face, which I thought was freaky as I, hell. I like the skins. I don't think they're Halloween enough. Revenant's one is good. Halloweeny. Revenant's is Halloweeny because it's a werewolf. And and Caustics is Halloweeny, but like in general, like they've been more Halloweeny in the past. And they've given you the opportunity to get uh older Halloween skins, which I appreciate. I really like. Yeah. Yeah. The one nice thing they've also made the packs for this one a little bit cheaper, only four hundred coins instead of like the normal seven hundred, so that's nice. Yeah, that's a big step up. Yeah, that's that's huge. And it's yeah. still randomized. The one thing I don't like I mean, is the uh the, this, go ahead, go ahead. The, they have the legendary skins, like the purple ones. Those ones are like the the Bloodhound one's kind of whatever. It's mechanical, but isn't like not as impressive as the pumpkin one from last year. 
And then they have a seer one that's like a vampire. It's like a blood one, but it just looks like a red recolor of his normal skin. I, was, I know, right? Which is kind of weird because yeah. like the other one's like a caustic, like it's a, <laughs> like Krang from like the old original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where it's like a little alien brain thing controlling a robotic caustic body. That I thought was super cool and creepy. Just yeah, just, like I don't know. I don't really care for too many of them. I really liked um, Gibby's purple skin and all. Uh, and I like Costa's skin okay, but I still like the skin that I had from last the last Halloween event better. Um, although I'll probably try to get it, but I won't be sad if I miss any of these skins, really. The Robo Bloodhound, I actually I like the most. I really I really appreciate the artistry on the Revenant one. I just don't know if I'd spend, you know, what However many packs it would take to get that. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, honestly, I just true. at this point I'd rather have a fucking heirloom. I just want an heirloom so bad, dude. Sorry, my friend, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do so okay, so some quick realism for y'all. If you anyone out there wants an heirloom in the long term, put aside some cash every now and then, and whenever they have a deal like a hundred apex packs for like 60, 70 bucks, first of all, don't spend money on this game. But if you do, that's <laughs> probably the most realistic way to get an heirloom is to buy it when they have those massive amount of packs for a discounted rate. That's that's your bet. Um, big but, uh, flex. I got two and a hundred packs before two heirlooms. You son of a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, speaking of um, not spending money in this game, I'm gonna take the next topic, Kinder or Matt. I think Kinder oh, should. I would like to take this one. He likes the uh, yeah cuts. All right. Uh, so there's been word that uh, some Apex players are planning to boycott against the Halloween event for uh, quote unquote health update. And we talked about this before. Uh, who was it? Ryan K. Rigney, I believe it was on Twitter. Yeah, yeah actually, uh, I have that article down at the bottom of this just to reference and, and all that, you know. OK, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so along with some. Along with new events, some members of the community are calling on players, streamers, and content creators to boycott the monster within an event by buying nothing in the event in the hopes of getting EA to allow a health update to the servers. Well, good news, guys. Uh, I never buy anything, so I'm already toward the boycott. Right. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole thing out word for word. It's basically just them justifying themselves, saying, please, please, please don't spend money on this event. Buy with crafting materials, whatever. Don't spend money. Uh to try to get them to work on the servers, like the shutdown that they did for well, what games was it? Um, 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 what should I call it? Uh, uh, Rainbow Six Ray Siege and the fixed PUBG event. Right. Rainbow right. Six Siege was, uh, I forget. They had a name for that season and fixed PUBG. Um, and, and if I can and step in just cause I'm in the different part of the notes where they mentioned that Ryan K. Rigney at one it. point talked about this and he's like, yeah, I worked on the fixed PUBG event. And I know people or he didn't say this, but like the Rainbow Six Siege event was also just marketing. There was no like big set of bug fixes. That was just yeah, Operation Health. It was not um, like it was just a publicity stunt. It was not like actually a thing where they fixed a bunch of stuff. They might have tried to, but, you know, like it, it wasn't actually productive. It was just a choice by the company to make it look like they're doing stuff. Right. And we talked about this a little bit on a previous episode. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who maybe not, maybe didn't hear it, uh, Ryan Rigney put it probably best. He says, game dev sim simply doesn't work this way. Devs aren't villagers from Age of Empires. They can all just be moved from content creation to bug fixing. I don't know how else, how else to explain this. 
the siege example was just a great marketing stunt. So was fixed PUBG, which I worked on. Um, but basically what he means is like, look at it this way. You literally cannot take a bunch of like graphic designers or, you know, regular developers and put them on server work. You know, you can't put them on. You can't put a front end front end guy on back end work. It does not work that way. You know, there's such hyper specialization, even in just development. Uh, you put a guy on a pro on a front end guy on a back end project. He's just going to sit there and be lost and be like, what the fuck am I doing? And create more problems. Uh, it doesn't work that way. You can't just throw people that have no idea what to do onto a project. Um, and about the best you could hope for is, you know, maybe they outsource or hire some more people or something like that. Uh, but at the end of the day, they don't need all those people. So you, you can't just do that. You know, you have to work with what you have. But um, on the other end, I don't blame them for trying to boycott it. It does make sense if you can convince the people who are spending a lot of money on the game. Like, best way to convince someone is hit him in the revenue. Hit him where their money's coming from. And and frankly, right. I the methodology will I, I think it's very possible it can make a change. I think a lot of people are both enjoying hopping on the shitting on respawn train, which I understand, you know. Um and I think it's really that this idea that you can just fix it this way is wrong. However, if there is a large boycott, it could very well get a respawn or, or daddy EA to uh be like, oh fuck, I guess maybe we should hire more uh bug fixing devs or something or you know maybe like like get another meeting together and just re-examine where the problems are find a yeah. new solution that's a little bit faster or something that I can it's like i don't seem to experience as much as it seemed like from the internet experience it, it sounds like the game is never playable and everybody's crashing but i've been playing it for several weeks now and haven't had much issues but Kinder tonight was right. having like stuttering like nobody's business, so it's not right. ever. And that very well could be because I've been forced recently to switch to Wi-Fi. So I mean, not not ruling that out completely. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's such a weird situation because you know the heart's in the right place. Like I, I, I very, very for like you know the boycotting and protesting things like that. You know, sacred rights. Uh, for you know, regular citizens for politics and for gaming, things like that shit works. Uh, and there are times when it needs to be done, but make sure your reasoning is sound, right. And it's something can be done. You know, if something's literally impossible, then don't protest to make it happen. Um, but I, I think this will probably draw attention to it. Uh, I hope that a bunch of people don't, I mean, I know people are going to boycott. That's fine. It's going to happen. It's whatever. Uh, but I hope it doesn't harm the game and, it's, and the studio as a whole, right? Because you you could potentially end up doing more harm than good by this kind of thing. You know, reducing revenue. Uh, they don't have as much money to put in the game, etc. Um, so I'm hoping that what they'll do with this is draw attention to it. Maybe they'll refocus, have some, you know, maybe do some focus groups, you know, really try to figure out what's going on. Uh, because good upper management can really make things happen like that in a dev team. Uh, even if you can't put extra resources on it, uh, you can really sit down and try to figure out, you know, prioritize, right? You know, use agile methodology, things like that. Uh, you know, there are things you can do to improve this. So I'm hoping that's what's going on behind the scenes. You know, I'm hoping they're really going to lab this out uh, and really brainstorm on what to do to actually get this fixed instead of a publicity stunt to make it seem like they're doing something. I don't want to go on a massive tangent, but... Um 
I was reading through the massive shit show of a Reddit post that this was. I only say that because Reddit can be a kind of wild and toxic place. Um, but if you scroll down past like the first few hundred comments, there was some cool stuff. Um, there was actually some really in-depth conversation with some people about how the root issue with a lot of this is that the source engine, even as heavily modified as the source engine is, is at root not meant for this kind of game and that it is frankly a miracle that the game runs this well on it. I don't know yeah. how true that is. I know Jack diddly squat about any of that, but I think it'd be really fun um, to one day get some people who a have the no and B have the clearance to tell us more about that. Right. And we, we had that kind of conversation with, um, I forget what his name was the original, uh, uh, public face for respawn mm, that's true yeah um you know he literally said you know the, the fact that any game is developed is a fucking miracle that's uh, fair and it and that's true and we talked a little bit about the uh about the source engine you know source source engine 1.0 uh this is a heavily modified version of it uh there is a source engine 2.0 or whatever whatever fucking version it is yeah but, but, even, um, but even that engine like source 2 is from 2010 source itself is from right. 2004 this is like getting like a 17 year old engine, even modified. It's like, oh boy. And, and, and uh, part of what they're talking about though, is the style of the engine, uh, the game style it is intended for is not meant for something that has this much loaded at once, I think, or something along those lines. So I would be oh. interested to learn more about that. Maybe we'll try oh, yeah. and do a deep dive one, one week. Oh yeah, definitely. Like asset management, you know, memory management, things like that, you know, probably server pass. Like there's all kinds of things uh, that could be improved with a better engine. Uh, and the mobile version is on Unreal Mobile, uh, yeah. which is really interesting. I don't think I, I, I'm not a game dev. I'm just a regular developer, but I don't think it's possible to just switch a game over, you know, to a new engine. I mean, I know it's not possible. There, to yeah, just do I don't. That. I don't think. I don't know even, anything. But even with a good amount of effort, I don't know that it's really possible or feasible. You know what I mean? Well, they, and they—it's not to say they're not like possibly trying out a new engine. They might actually have some people like working on seeing if, they, if there is a way to eventually, in like a few seasons, to do that. But I don't know. It's like it depends. Like how much is it worth it? How much is it costing them? Does yeah. the improvements on here generate revenue? Because down the A, it's like, how much revenue will this generate for us? Will this, right. will the things make the game better actually help us? Or will it just be the same as we just keep it on this engine? Right. Honestly, what I hope they do uh, is I hope they take a page out of Overwatch's book. Uh, or the, rather, they take a lesson from Overwatch, rather, not a page out of their book. Uh, and don't let it get to the point where it just this is so stale and it's just dying and it's just a rotting corpse and they're squeezing everything out of it. Uh, I hope they do, you know, end up saying, all right, Apex 2, we've been out for four or five years, something like that. Apex is getting pretty stale. Let's go new engine, Apex 2, fully improved everything uh, and go go that route or even at least Source Engine 2. But we will see. Well, it depends because I don't even yeah. know if Source Engine 2 would be able to do that because I think it's made for a different type of game as well. So hard right. to say. And I'm thinking since they went Unreal Mobile, if they do an Apex 2, like a desktop version, it would be an Unreal Engine game. Which wouldn't that be crazy with having your competitor Fortnite's engine? Because, you know. I mean, it's not that crazy. <laughs> lots of, you know, lots of game studios use other game, other, other people's engines you know it's, it's just an engine it's oh no actually cool. it's be funny so just trying to crap on Fortnite. like well you're not running on our engine guys so suck at apex 
Right. I mean, there's the the sheer amount of like iPhone and iOS apps that are developed on Windows PCs is probably is pretty ridiculous. It really is. <laughs> it's very true as well. Anyways. Oh, man. Let's take our right. next Also, uh, fuck Swift. It's a terrible coding language. Uh, moving on, there is a Watson buff idea uh, from Redditor Tozer Toaster Lunch. Is that supposed to be Toaster Lunch? I think it's probably supposed to be Toaster, but you know. Okay. Uh, Matt, you want to take that one for us? Yes, oh, it's yeah. Toaster Lunch. The T got deleted. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, first of all, I need you to appreciate that there is an adorable image that someone made of a Nessie with shades about to step through a Watson fence on here. <laughs> and that's really the best part about this whole thing. I love the work and thought they put into this, but goddamn, do I love me and Nessie. All right. Watson rebalances. So the changes uh, increase hitbox size similar to size of current lifeline hitbox. Increase perimeter security. Oh, I'm sorry. Reduce perimeter security cooldown from 30 to 12. So that's 24 per fence. Because you got to remember, the, the cooldown is for one fence post. One fence post does not a fence make. So right, right. 90% of the time, you're not going to do a goddamn thing with one fence post. If you yeah. already have a fence post down because somebody broke the other one, then then you can do something. But you know what I mean? It's 24 seconds per post or 24 seconds per fence at the suggested cooldown rate. The perimeter security HP node is going to go up from 25 to 50. That's still normal. That's... uh. Four R301 bullets. I, I believe the same amount of uh, flatline bullets. Three hemlock bullets. You know, it's it's not that crazy. It's two winger bullets. Uh, five mastiff shots. <laughs> 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 oh man, um, I'm only partially joking. Um, the yeah. injuries two, two and a half you, PK shots. Yeah. Well, you're joking, but I, I checked the actual damage on the the P, on the peacekeeper and stuff like that. And the master, like they're supposed to have like seventy and ninety damage yeah. to your legs, and like a ridiculous amount to your head. I'm like, man, I'm a suck. Cause I get like thirteen, twelve. I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> Dog, the mastiff goes 11, 11, 11, 11, 75, 11, 11, 11, 11, 90, 11, 11. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how bad we are. Oh man. Um the interceptor pylon bug fixes um would need to happen for this too. There's still a lot of bugs with throwing grenades from inside. Um I'm not sure if you know. There is a circle around the pylon where if you throw a <laughs> grenade from inside that circle out, it does not intercept. And they want to increase the pylon heal speed from two to three point five seconds. It seems like a lot. I think that would be. Eh, I don't know. I think. But that would I think be it would be reasonable because it doesn't last. It lasts a while, but it doesn't last that long. It's really easy to kill. I mean, 70, let's be real. Seventy-three seconds is how long it lasts. Yeah, and let's be real here, friends. We one clip Horizon ults. We one clip Seer ults, and they're tiny, bro. Like we one clip moving um, crypto bots. Like shooting that thing is cake. And there's nothing right. better than when you see an enemy team put one down and another enemy team throws their Gibby ult and then you break that person's uh, ult so they get knocked. Oh, they yeah, get their feels safe. Right. Real good. 
It's almost like a less good Gibby tactical because, you know, yeah, you can't see the thing as, as easily as a shield. So third parties may not be as bad, but it's still fucking big. And it only stops ordinances. It doesn't stop bullets, you know, where, where the shield actually stops bullets. I mean, it can yeah. stop bullets uh, if you stand behind that, it. <laughs> it <doesn't even laughs> for a second anyway. You can shoot outward, too. I, I will say right. there's a lot of things. Oh, yeah, I guess there's people that. sleeping on lifeline. I'm just saying. Um, hot tip corner for tonight. Quick tip corner. Um, we don't have that anymore. We've upgraded it, but, uh, put a fence going through a doorway, stand on the inside of the doorway, blocking the fence, interrupting it, and then close the doors. Wait till that motherfucker comes in and try to kick the door and step (laughs) to the left. Profit. Uh... Breaks the doors though, but it also stuns and slightly damages the enemy. And then you just light them up oh feels good man anyway um pylon rework so the pylons will no longer destroy ordinances thrown by allies what that'd be great i think (laughs) yeah okay ordinance thrown by watson will still be eaten similar to how gibby and bang are affected by their alts i could see it although i mean if you throw ordinance as an ally properly inside the watson pylon it doesn't affect you anyway it's just hard for a lot of people. It's hard to bro, see. I got, yeah, I got zucked so many times with my caustical from inside there, bro. It feels really Oh, bad. dude, I've, I've wasted so many caustical. And it still bugs out sometimes. Um, additionally, while a pylon is deployed, Watson can use a utility key, keypad down or U key, to pick up the pylon. This pauses the pylon's timer, and Watson can drop it down again later. This is similar to how Rampart can use her ult, shoot a few bullets, and then put it away to use later. This allows Watson to quickly drop a pylon to heal up allies after a fight and still have around 60 seconds left on it. Yeah, that would almost be busted, in my opinion, though, because then you could just put it down like, okay, here comes Gibby ult. Just put my fucker down. No zoning for you, you know. I mean, you can do that with the ult anyway, though. I mean, you you save it and you have it to reuse over yeah. and over again, like for every every single yeah, fight. Yeah, if you play that right, you could have an unlimited one. That could be dangerous. So, Well, yeah. I, think, I think there's no cooldown if you pick it up. You know what I mean? Your cooldown is still at zero. When you put it down, that would be the only way that works. And frankly, I don't really see the difference between that and just putting down your ultimate. I could be wrong. Yeah, but you know, like our our, our Watson needs some help. So it's like I'm hoping. I like these ideas that people are coming up Dude, with. People have come out with abs. We got to give these people more credit. By the way, in case I didn't mention, this is uh you slash toaster lunch. Um, in case you're not familiar with Reddit stuff, you slash just means that's a user profile. So it's Toaster Lunch on Reddit. They did a whole really nice, extremely well thought out uh, Watson rebalance with illustrations, nicely formatting or nice formatting and everything. So like, we got to give them some credit. Like, thank you for your hard work and for caring about the game and really putting in a lot of effort to try and better the game. We need more people like this. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty nice high effort post there. Yeah, and they, oh, yeah. they do take a, like inspirations from the community for these reworks. They're like, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. A lot of rebalances, at least minor ones, I know, have actually been, uh, and we've covered a lot of them, frankly, and credited them to the redditors that originated them. Uh, but a lot of the really innovative changes have come from redditors. Uh, the Pathfinder, some of the better Pathfinder changes. Uh, amongst many others right all right uh so let's move on just a quick little tidbit of news here uh so apex players are unable to buy the azure glaze bonus bundle skin 
so a legend bundle that allows you to get the crypto azure skin and two apex packs is locked for many players if you own any of the core items this includes the banner frame uh used to be you could buy these at a discount uh, if you already had one of them but due to a new rule if you own any of the core items you cannot i don't know if that's a bug it seems like a bug. It seems like you know, they would want, you know, your money. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's super weird, but it's like apparently they added something new in there where if you have one item, you can't get the 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 bundle at all. I'm like, and like everybody I know is like, oh, cool bundle. Oh, wait, I can't buy it because I have the banner. I don't even remember where yeah. I got the banner at. I just have the banner. I'm like, cool. Yeah, honestly, that if, that's, if that's intended, it's pretty shitty. Like the old way was way better. Well, yeah. it's like they lose money. Like, what's the point? The, now people don't give you money, so they just. I do believe it yeah. is a bug because the way they format it is the way they've always formatted it. And generally, if you're have part but not the whole thing, you would just be discounted. You know, to the price of the individual one that you didn't have. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't feel like that would be pur- purposeful because if they've already got a system for the discount thing, I see literally no reason to not do that again exactly it's more work it's literally yeah. more work and why would they do that um uh quick on that note uh quick notice that we do every month uh there is a new twitch prime skin it is electric royalty it is a watson skin um it's okay i would rate it like a seven but it comes with a pretty it's a it's a purple and gold watson skin or purple and silver and gold it's decent for sure it's like a seven i would say it comes oh. with a purple and gold volt skin and a decent banner frame. Yeah, but still uh-huh. not as good as the unicorn one. No, no. Yeah, and that's why I said a seven, you know? Like, it's... I think it's a seven. I think it's a six. The the Watson skin. But it's a seven because it comes with a decent banner frame and a pretty nice Volt skin. Yeah, I do like that Volt skin pretty good. The skin I, 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 know, I really like the banner. I, I really like that banner a lot, actually. Yeah. Like usually it's just a skin and and uh, frankly in many cases it's it's just an okay skin. It's not like a a gun skin and a banner too. So yeah, I appreciate I you. I, I always miss out on the best uh, Twitch Prime skins because I forget to do them. <laughs> well, I do them as soon as they're they're announced. Like, exactly. I, just... I always forget to check. Yeah. All right. Uh, in the interest of time, let's go ahead and move on yeah, to yeah. our strat talk map awareness. All right. So we don't we don't actually have any notes. So did you guys have something for this or is this? Yeah, yeah, this is um, this is kind of just our thoughts. Me and Kuro were talking about it a little bit earlier. Yeah, this um, is. I, if you want to start or I can start, I don't care. We can start. I was like, it's basically just like we're trying to do this is a new sex. We're starting out right here. This uh, strat talk. Try to talk about some strategies. If we really realize we'll try and play Apex Legends this week. We thought we'd talk about map awareness. Because especially like in like the gold lobbies, lower, maybe even into plat lobbies, some people don't seem to have a understanding of how to use their map and how to plan out their engagement. Because like one of the amazing things we have in this game is our map. Because yep. like it's good like when we're we're dropping to like take a look where the path of the ship is going when you're dropping in, see where that's going, and then plan out the best land place to land. Because like a you don't always want to go to where everybody's landing. You want to go close to POIs or on a POI. So you make sure you got enough loot. If that makes sense. Right. Right. If you look at the path of the ship, if you pay attention to it uh, on either side of the line and usually right above, right below the line uh, where the ship travels over, all those areas are pretty much going to be looted, but rotating out away from that line, uh, you can usually find more unlooted places or, you know, where to go find enemies at. 
yeah. uh, if you pay attention to that. Personally, my map, map awareness is absolute garbage because my sense of direction is actual cancer. Yeah. That's why you rely <laughs> on, on me and Matt and stuff like regular. Yeah, 100%. Because like, I like to look at the map. It's like, all right, this is where we're landing. Where's the circle at right now compared to where we are now? There's a fight heading out there. How far is that to where the next circle is going to be? Is it worth it to go out there and attack this, take these fights? Or are we screwing ourselves by being caught in the ring? Yep. Right. That's where a lot uh, of the, and, Go ahead. I was going to say that's such where a lot of the awareness just comes into. It's like just pay attention to the map. Like, is the ring now coming in? What is where part of the map is? How is the ring going to close certain sections off? Like, it's great to like, you look back, like, okay, the way it's closing now, you want to go to the far end to take the building, like the way we went to salvage and took that earlier in one of our matches. We we looked at our map, we saw that's where it was closing in, and the highest point in in salvage was the crane. So we took over the highest point. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and also, don't forget, because I forget this a lot, uh, because, you know, you just get, you get in a groove and you're just playing, you forget a lot of your all the information you have on the screen, you're just like, you know, just kind of winging it because you figure you got, you got it handled. Uh, but you ever had the ring sneak up on you and you're like, Oh shit, it's ring time. Don't forget. There's a constant timer right below your mini map. Like all the fucking time. <laughs> there's so many people forget that. I forget it sometimes. Um, but I've gotten a lot better about keeping track of that shit and be like, okay, we need to rotate. We need to rotate. And Kerr is really good at it. Um, which is probably why I like playing with him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, don't don't forget that shit, man. Uh, use the information at your disposal. Uh, it's extremely helpful. You know, you don't even you think this is just basic shit, but you'd be surprised unless you're just an immaculate player. How often people just completely forget the basic stuff like that? That there's an actual timer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like uh, why certain zones like it's great to know where you're where you're going to because. Certain parts of the map, especially like right, we're playing on King's Canyon right now, which pros hate for a lot because it's notorious for having very not great concentrations of loot. Yep. So it's like when you see where the ship's landing, it's great to know. Like maybe you need to do a far drop, a, dro- a far drop over to a new area because you'll get guns, you'll get weapons, you'll get great positioning. Where if you just drop wherever you feel like, you'll buy good. Sometimes we're laying like middle area, like whoa, three bins with one gun. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, right. who gets the gun? Yeah, we had a game like that earlier where we just had a just an awful drop, you know, not not a bad, terrible area, just no friggin' loot. Uh when any buildings or anything. Uh but moving on to our next point, um, do you split off from your team? Uh it depends on what you're trying to do, how you play. You know, if you're I, I, I understand, you know, breaking off from the team if you're sniper coverage or if you're if you know your team's relatively safe and you need to find some loot or need to find a gun, whatever, uh, because you're going to be useless without that anyway. But for the vast majority of the time, especially if you're going to be pushing with mid, mid to close range stuff, don't split off from your team. I'm guilty of it. <laughs> Super bad. So I'm not well, immune from this shit. It's depending. But... It's depending too of where you're landing at. It's like where it's like pay attention, like make sure you're landing in a good zone that has good loot for your grab. Because if you're like landing in certain areas where it's like one bend, you're once again landing together, kills you guys. You should probably split off. Go get to the other side of the building to grab that bin. Yep. Right, right. Yeah, try not to loot the same area, but also loot the same area, if that makes sense. You know, the same area, not the same building. 
with within a couple of seconds of running to get to them if they get in an engagement. You know, it's probably the best rule of thumb there. And it's different because if if you have done goofed or you're playing pubs and you don't care and you're landing on top another team, I would argue that you would all land touching because you're going to have to fight with your fists. Right, right. Yeah, Whereas, if you can if you can three man gangbang a single dude and just punch him to death real quick, get an easy I'm a, kill and do it. That, well, it also depends on what <laughs> mode you're playing in. If you're if you're playing in pubs, it doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want. You can just shit on people and just punch them. Hot drops, no problem. But once you get into rank play, how you use your map and how you land and everything else matters oh, a yeah. lot. Hot dropping, Crucial. not the greatest thing, especially when you're getting higher up there. Like low and like bronze, silver, you can get away with it because you're not losing enough points. But once you get to plat, like gold, like plat ranges and stuff like that, you're start like. You're like just bleeding RP if you drop hot stupid like that, because instead of being a game of skill, now it's like, well, I hope I land on a gun before this guy. Hope he didn't find a purple shield right there. Oh no, he found a gun and purple shield, and I have my fist. I'm screwed. Right, right, all right. And where do you rotate? Uh, in the interest of time, we can go ahead and move on to community time yeah. if you guys are ready. I think we already talked yeah, about rotation anyway, so we go to community time. Yeah. All right. And and that's an experience thing too, in like a game sense. So you know, just just keep playing. Um, if you, I don't want to be this guy. Don't necessarily, but like, say you do land with a predator, just just like watch what they do while you're while you're playing. Think about why they're doing what they're doing. You know, and um, right. You know, maybe you'll learn something. Maybe they'll just carry you and and get like twenty kills. Who knows? But oh yeah, you know. And anyway. especially if they're playing like your main, you can definitely learn some stuff with what they do. Like I learned a lot of things from watching a, like a high level Watson play uh, back in the day. I remember just watching this guy and be like, that's fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so community time real quick. Uh, so community story, the book of Django. <laughs> the match 10 Oh seven 21. That's not Estimated a book. Lobby that's rank. a weapon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Estimated lobby rank gold. Reason for being so specific. Played caustic. And who 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 wrote this? Django. Django. Oh, okay. Django. <laughs> That's why it's called the Book of Django. <laughs> the Book of Django. Gotcha. No, it's whiskey right. six. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, my squad, my squad of caustic lifeline and mirage dropped at lava siphon. We encountered no resistance and looted for an estimated three minutes. This is written like a Tom Clancy novel. Uh, <laughs> I took a risk and planted. I uh, picked up a prowler and a mastiff, two of my least used weapons. Headed to Epi and lo- uh, looted and headed to Fragment. As we arrived, we heard shooting and did some last minute looting. Heard two squads fighting in a building at the edge of Fragment and we rushed towards them. I killed someone and looted the thermal scope. While this happened, my teammates were knocked through a window. Res the Mirage because Lifeline was still in the possible LOS of the enemy or line of sight. Uh, the Mirage. Then revived the lifeline and we were healed up. Headed to the front of the building and killed two enemies running outside, finishing in the squad. Uh, held the door and pushed two enemies inside upstairs and killed the three on the bottom floor. Nice. Uh, and then we realized that there were more than two squads fighting when we got there. Killed the two on the stairs and the third flanked from the back entrance. Was almost knocked, but we got him. Then we realized that we'd been fighting in the ring for 30 seconds already. Put down a heat shield one second before I would have died, and then it flashed at the top of my screen for the first time ever. You are the kill leader. 
We healed. A squad held us in the storm, but we went to the roof and escaped. Ran to the ring across the map and ended up around the lava siphon tunnel. We headed to the center of the POI and heard the other two teams fighting outside the next ring uh, we were heading to. We rushed to them and there were two enemies on the left on the final team when we arrived. The Gibby rushed to shield swap, but I threw my ult on it and killed him with the bolt I had recently gotten. Then I rushed, rushed the mirage on the roof of a tunnel thing, <laughs> very specific, and <laughs> killed him, winning the game. We died more than we died more than I said, and Mirage was clutch. And there's a, there's an image right here of uh, their champion screen, so you guys we have proof. They got a total of fourteen kills for their squad. The Mirage has four kills. Was that? I forget the middle part right there. Five assists, four knocks, five revives were given by that by that Mirage. More than the Gosh. lifelines one revive. We got, hey, uh, hey the invisible res is good, very dude. clutch. Let's be real though. Like invisible clutch, invisible res is very clutch. <laughs> I know, but the lifeline has double, so that means they're probably getting hit a lot more. Right, right. But they did have they had pretty good kills. Like Mirage has four kills. Uh, Django's got six kills. His caustic and the lifeline's got four kills with four, four, and four. So they were still putting in the effort. Everybody's got yeah, over a all thousand. Three over kills. a thousand damage. I mean, like not bad. A thousand damage. Yeah, a thousand kills. <laughs> they all had a thousand kills. They just Definitely murdered everybody. <laughs> they murdered the whole right. server. Not even the whole lobby. The whole server. After they beat one, they beat one game. They break into the next one. Like, hey, we're here. <laughs> just knock, knock. Noises. Who's there? It's me, bitch. <laughs> knock, knock. Open up the door. It's me. All right. And we're going to end things out with our question of the week. Hell yeah. uh, we asked, have you played the old ways new dawn event and did you love it or hate it? And would you change the way it was done if you worked at respawn? Uh, let's see, Matt, you want to read out some of these? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For a while, um, did you guys get a chance to play it and get to the last part? I actually did not. I, I finished tried it. a couple of times. Every time I tried to do it, the fucking map switched. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's one thing I like. I might yeah. before I start. Like one thing I don't really like is like I understand it's on World's Edge, but because it can sometimes take upwards of like two or three hours to get there, for people who don't have a lot of time. That's really frustrating. I know, right? It's pain. Yeah, for real. Um, let me give me one. Sorry, I'm just double checking. Okay, did you get Brady's? Okay. Uh cool. So uh okay, so have you played the old ways new dawn event? Did you love it or did you hate it? Would you change the way it was done if you worked at respawn? So Hasbulla MMA, I liked it. It was almost like a story mode game at the end and would love to see this from more characters. I agree. Give me some of that lore, Daddy Respawn, please. Yeah, I think that the ending um, the ending is really like saved it for me. Yeah. <laughs> um and, and then we got Evolution Gaming. I'm not sure what they said. <laughs> I 8K PO space OL space uh not two colons. Zero. I 8K Pololo. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I 8K pool. Oh. I don't know, man. Um maybe laugh, so I put it down. DM us and we can correct it next time if 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 you you know maybe it's a binary, I don't know. <laughs> Give us the sauce. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a bot account. Deathsquad OG. I didn't touch the event. I didn't like it at all. I got to the point that if we were on World's Edge and Bloodhound was on the team, we were just one squad member short. 
If they wanted to do something like this again, they should regulate it to duos only. It's way easier to drop solo without running the match for two other people. This is fair, and we were pretty enthusiastically in telling people to either do it with your team, or if they didn't want to do it, uh, no fill. Well, there, there like, was a, it's easy. There was a weird part. I'm not sure, like it was. I think it was Geo said he tried to try to do no fill, and it still put him with the team. I mean, then you just don't do it that much. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I will say, mad credit to these really cool randoms I had. I dropped, and I like before we dropped, I was pinging where I wanted to go. I, I'm not like a dick, but I pinged once, and they saw that I was Bloodhound, and they're like, they didn't even say nothing. They just like turned around and dropped over there, and I was like, oh my god, I love you guys. So they just like hung out with me and we did that part of the event and then we went and we had a really good game. We got like top five, nice. like 10 kills. So, yeah, that was super wholesome. Um, I understand getting tilted by people throwing the match for their own gains. Um, rule number one, don't be a dick. Fizzy AB says, I did it just to do it. I like the lore. Only gripe I have is that other people will go out of their way to grief you while doing it since it's in a match. But Apex is a generally good community, so it wasn't too bad. Overall, a good experience. And I had the opposite yeah. experience. No one grieved me. They they're all like, "Oh, you're an enemy bloodhound. You tried to bloodhound. Go ahead, go ahead, go, go, go out there and search." I'm like, "Okay, thank you." Right. <laughs> I met so many solo bloodhounds that I would teabag at, and like put my gun away and teabag at, and we would make friends and do the quest together. And then we might get jumped by somebody else. It's like, it's like two, two, one two, time, two sides of the community, right? You know. Exactly. It was one time I did drop with another solo bloodhound and they just killed me immediately. I was like, oh man. Uh, Bullseye Benson said, I liked the event. Wouldn't say loved it or hated it. Anytime I can earn free cosmetics and learn some lore in the process, great. I don't know how much I paid attention to lore dialogue when I was near other teams, but good attempt to experiment by respawn. I, I agree. You know, like they're doing well. Um, it may not be everyone's favorite event, but I think everyone can agree that it's cool that they're trying something else. You know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I had pretty good luck with my Bloodhound packs. Hopefully you did it, because you do get some Bloodhound packs. You get three Bloodhound packs. I think I got a gold and a purple. Plus you also oh, nice. get like 15 stars, which is like one level and a half of the battle pass. So True. Damn, I wish I could have done it then. I mean, I probably could have. I think I really you still can. You still can. You have until next season. Oh, yeah. sheesh. Okay. Yeah, so uh, think about it, folks. Give it a <laughs> shot. Just no fill or go on with the homies, you know? You don't have homies. I legit thought it ended Come like the- with the uh, with the Halloween event. No, yeah. no, it's actually still going on till the next season with our new legends. And uh, you know, you, you don't have you don't have homies to play Apex with. You know, you know where to find some homies in the dropping spicy Discord. Hey, yeah. nice plug. Good plug. Always time for a Great good plug. Farofloss <laughs> says, "I enjoyed the event and I did it the right way. No Phil solo queue, my dude. Let's go." Hey. Saw people weren't happy with Bloodhounds just abandoning them. Understandable. Maybe next time they need to separate it out of the main game somehow. Solo servers, like uh, like PvE kind of things. I love it. I love that idea. They Ooh, can fit even more lore. That'd be a funny idea, though. Like, just a, a game of just Bloodhounds just landing, no guns. Everybody just fist fights and growls at each other. <laughs> just <work>. scans. <laughs> server crashes because there's like 40 scans at the same exact time. You know, or, Holy or, shit. or is it, it's a race for whoever can find the item. It's that's what it is. You have to like scan and <laughs> right, track <right>. it. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> um uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, I appreciate that they try new ways without or they've done the PvE season long event before, so we know that respawn could do it. 
and separate it from the game, the main game. So yeah, you know, I I do agree that them trying new ways of things is good though. The way they did it, I think, is new. I appreciate that they try it. <laughs> um, and uh, and to any haters, nay, nay, nay. I am Bruth Hunter. Spoiler, uh, but not really. It's not a spoiler, but like you'll you'll get it eventually. You'll, gotta, you'll get it once you, if you yeah, finish yeah, the event. Yeah. You understand what this is from. Yeah, I thought that, that was my favorite line. So. That was legendary. Uh, and then we got your boy Hurdle Three K of Apex Arenas meeting. Honestly, mm-hmm. expected more, but chapters one to three were pretty meh. Also, Dev had people just waiting to destroy me since I was solo queuing. The finale was kind of cool, but nothing unexpected since we've had similar events like Horizon and Arena's teasers. Overall, same old, same old. I mean... Uh, kind of. So I thought it was a bit different than the Arena's and the Horizon one. I, I admit I wasn't super excited by the first one or two. The, the, the ending, the last one was really good, and the third one had some good dialogue for me. Mm-hmm. The first one I was underwhelmed by, but... I don't know. Like, I still really appreciate it. Could they have done more, in my opinion? Yes. But I, you know what I mean? Like, I really appreciate the effort. And I want to encourage them to do more of it. I guess yeah. is right. the way right. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to complain about like, free lore, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, and, and basically free packs. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean. I, I like it. You know, if it's something that's fairly quick to do, gets lore out, gives you some free stuff. Like I'm all for it, you know. If they're gonna, yep. you know, do this kind of thing, like a little, like a one-off thing, it's not a full-on event, but it's like a little bit of a focus on a character for some lore. Like I, I dig it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. So I was hoping they'd be doing it more with because, like, it's been like since season five. This Revenant was the last big one, right? Or no? No, season five when we had like Loba Cairns, they had the big one. We had the big the PV events, and then we've had oh. every so often we've had like the Horizon and the Arenas announcement stuff. The Ash that, that, one uh, was yeah, the yeah. banger for me personally. You know where you, they had all the things for Ash? Yeah, that one was fucking That, was, that was legendary, like bro. Yeah. You're like going through like little tunnels with the drone as crypto. Yeah, I wanted more of that. I don't know why we didn't do more of that. That was awesome. Dude, that was, I, know, I think, right? the most satisfying one to do. Yeah, that shit was fucking tight. Bro, when you like went through the tunnel and found the secret engines for your drone and like you heard Crypto's sister... I can spoil it because they're not doing that part again. But like yeah, you heard yeah. the talking of Crypto's sister, and then like the Ash scene, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, right. Dude, the Ash scene was. And then so cue good. like three or four seasons of being like, "Ash is the next legend." No, okay, now <laughs> yeah, right. Ash is the next legend. Okay, now yeah. Ash is the next legend. No, actually, next Ash season. is the announcer for arenas. Hey, right. better than Maggie. You know, it'd be fucking hilarious if like Ash is rumored to be the legend. You know. Uh, and they get all the way to the season, and then Forge comes out and kills Ash. And then Dude, the new no, no, I'm calling it here. Uh, Ash is wearing Forge like a skin suit, but or, or vice versa. Yeah, it's like that yeah. Pepsi commercial with the zipper and the skin. Uh, ha- hashtag Res Forge. <laughs> hashtag uh, Rampart is Forge. Right, right. Rampart is. Forge. All right, boys. What do you say we start wrapping this thing up? I think it's a good time to wrap it up. We've had too Don't much be fun. Silly, wrap your willy. Thank you to our latest stream followers, Sir Two Underscore O. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, Blasia Gamonks. Blasia, the Blasia Gamonks. It is. 
Like people are putting stutters in their names on purpose. This is bullshit. And finally, one I can read Destroyer 2 with the TO. Destroyer T0. I don't fucking know. Destroyer No new subscribers. We do have one new Discord member, Absent Envy. I kept saying, I kept thinking that was absent Evie, but no, that is. Yeah, we were chatting Evie. with them in the Discord today, and everyone was joking about that. We were like, absent Evie? Oh, wait, no, no, Evie. Yeah. Evie. Where the fuck is Evie? <laughs> Why is Evie absent? Uh, I have a. Uh, I have... A really, really cool message in uh, in chat, too, from uh, absent Envy. I wish I had that pulled up, but I don't. Uh, but we we appreciate that. She, uh, he or she, uh, they uh, came in and you know, made this really cool post thanking us for the podcast and all. And like, honestly, it was super wholesome, heartwarming. Uh, I read that and literally like thought to myself, Oh, <laughs> so thank you for that. NB. I really appreciate that. Uh, also no new reviews. Although I did try to leave a review myself for, uh, apex arenas meeting, which we've been sucking y'all's dick all night, you know, like a meeting, just go check them out. Uh, and, I'm having a really hard time doing that. I can't, you cannot physically do it on a non Apple mobile device. You cannot leave reviews for, uh, iTunes, uh, anymore. You used to be able to, now you can't like, you literally have to have like the iTunes or Apple podcast application on your laptop or PC desktop. Uh, whatever. Like, I just go through my iTunes and just, <laughs> yeah. If you have an iPhone or an Apple device, yeah, you can totally do it. But if you don't have an Apple device, it's and hard and it's kind of pain in the butt but it does help uh mm -hmm. it really helps you know uh gets gets the name out there helps the podcast thing we haven't had a review in a while uh so you know hook us up boys you know if you want to go through the trouble uh i will personally send you a, a nude of not me <laughs> i'll just send you like <laughs> google, google big titty anime gf and i'll send you the first result <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah if you're if you're not over 18 please tell us <laughs> yeah yeah and um ednar's on vacation from <laughs> busting kneecaps so now we're just sending uh matt over but he always forgets to actually butcher kneecaps and he just smokes with you. i just end up hanging uh, out yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he's just he's just big chilling <laughs> but, uh, thank you all for listening don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at dropping spicy follow mash those buttons on twitter at the mash network uh, catch our live stream every Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Bar, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on the socials. You can find me on Twitter at Kerbars, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-A-S, or on twitch.tv slash Kerbar, where when I'm not living at work, I'll eventually stream. And then you can follow Oof. me every week. Talk about Apex. About Apex. I do talk about Apex every week, but I also talk about <laughs> Mass Effect. This is the legendary edition on Squad Goals. Hell yeah. Wookie BH from Wild Talk and Pan from Wondrous Tale or Chip. Either Pan or Chip, either way. He's got multiple names, like all of us. Mm. And uh, how about you guys? Catch me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram as 3XOMATT. <laughs> Currently streaming Radical Red. I'm at the Elite Four. Currently getting my booty just annihilated. Like, it's, it's a. It's it looks like a red slushy right now, boys. Uh, it was um, so brutal. Uh, got past the first elite. It only took three hours. Uh, thirteen deaths. Thirteen wipes. Are you doing? Uh, are you doing regular? Randomizer. Or? Randomize everything. 
Are you doing a Nuzlocke run or just a regular run? With not a Nuzlocke run. No, 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 no. I, I would have wiped so many times, bro. I'm not Nuzlocke in that. Even Pokemon <laughs> Challenges had a hard time Nuzlocke in that. It's it's too messed up. Every uh every team in the Elite Four has Pokemon that are so good that they're banned from competitive play. They're banned from Ubers. So yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's ridiculous. Rough. And they have random teams too. They have two teams that randomly switch. So if you're doing it again, you don't know if it's the same team or the other right. team. So you just gonna like get the heart of the cards. Anyway, I don't want to <laughs> go on too long about this, but um yeah, and you can catch me on Discord and most game launchers as EXOMATT um so yeah let me know um fair warning if you're not on the the dropping spicy discord i may not uh follow you back so if that doesn't happen just send me a message like hey i listen to the podcast or just join the discord mash.gg or discord mash.gg um and yeah (laughs) is there uh and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Steam, Origin, YouTube, and pretty much everywhere everywhere else at Nerfkinder, please. That's N-E-R-F-K-I-N-D-E-R-P-L-S. Uh, and same thing, if you send me a friend request on Discord and we don't share a server, I probably don't add you because I'm also on the subreddit as a subreddit Discord as a moderator for Apex Legends. Uh, and I get friend requests from those guys all the time. And it's usually just people trying to F with me. So I don't. I don't mess with them. So message me if you're sending me a request on Discord. Uh, speaking of Discord, join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. While you're there, send us your Apex feedback, stories, and questions. And don't forget to share the show with others and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you so desire to do that. If you want to go straight there, you can go to droppingspicy.com slash Apple Podcasts. But if you want a direct link to the show, the RSS feed, and all of our other shows, you can go to mashthosebuttons.com. You can visit ntb.gg slash support to see all of the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons, including the Humble Bundle affiliate link and our PayPal one-time donation button. If you'd like to take your support even further, you can do that by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where we have tiers starting at $1 a month, and you can gain early access to content as well as exclusive content. That's going to be it from us here at Dropping Spicy. Please stay tuned after the show to hear about the other shows on our network. Peace out. Out, everyone. Good night. We need to get ourselves a Yelp page, you know, guys. I know, right? <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> maybe not. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 